I was in the middle of a lesson when I saw it. A relatively thick English book on the corner of this young Turkish girl's desk. But I waited till the end of the lesson to ask her about it. What are you reading? I asked. The Diary of Anne Frank, she replied. I'll never forget the goosebumps that came over me when she said it. I looked at her intensely. Why did you pick up this book? I hesitated. Because of your lesson, she replied casually. I wanted to learn more about her. I still get a bit fluttered and emotional when I think about it. The lesson my students taught me that I'm most grateful for. Hello, listeners. My name is Jenny Abamu, and I'm your co-host for the Ed Surge On Air podcast. Today is kind of a holiday special. We asked educators to share with us the lessons their students taught them that they're most grateful for. our special ungratefulness, I will start with a story of my own. I taught English for three years overseas in Istanbul, Turkey. That place, for a history nerd like myself, is truly one of the most mind-blowing cities in the world. But when I first started teaching there, it was hard. I will never forget the fear and terror in some of the students' eyes when they first saw me, pointing and running because I was the first Black person many of them had ever seen in person or interacted with. And yes, it stung a little. When I realized many of my students knew a lot about Ataturk, but nothing about famous figures like Nelson Mandela or Anne Frank, something inside me would not settle for just teaching these kids a language. I began to slip little antidotes about these figures into my lessons. Who says the passage we read about in a grammar lesson can't be from Martin Luther King Jr.? But the problem was, I never knew any of it really mattered to them until I saw a leaf reading the diary of Anne Frank. Which brings me to the lesson my students taught me that I'm most grateful for, the power of education and exposure. Seeing her read that book changed me. See, I was kind of thrusted into teaching overseas after other professions I desired didn't quite pan out. And I was a little lost in the work. Seeing a leaf pick up that book to learn more about Anne Frank in a society where people made anti-Semitic comments in public on a regular basis, It meant my work really mattered, and I am really grateful for that. So listeners, for this episode, we'll speak with several other educators who joined us at the Maker Depot from EdSurge's own Tech Leader Circle in Tatwa, New Jersey. We'll cut through the noise of 3D printers to have them ask what lessons their students taught them that they're most grateful for. Please introduce yourself for the podcast. Hi, my name is Elaine Mendez, instructional coach from New Jersey. And Elaine, tell me about a lesson that a student taught you that you're very grateful for. Um, first year teacher, I spelled the word wrong, kid pointed it out, and that's the day that I learned it's okay to make mistakes in front of the children and use it as teachable moments. Um, AJ Bianco, 7th and 8th grade social studies teacher in Bergen County, New Jersey. And the one thing a student taught me was to be myself and don't put up a front, don't try to be somebody else. One of the things that uh, the student appreciated about me was the fact that I let my nerd flag fly, basically. Uh, I let out my comic book personality and my love of superheroes. Uh, and doesn't look like that's the kind of person I am, but when this student found out how much I love Superman and the Justice League, we connected, we bonded, 
And for the three years he was in school with me, he came to me for everything, helped me create a whole bunch of different clubs and classes. So I'm grateful for him for allowing me to be myself. Now, it was not only educators who shared what they learned from students at the Maker Depot in New Jersey. Both principals and one member of our EdSurge research team also had stories at the event. Hello, my name is Marissa Kaplan, and I'm a research project manager at EdSurge. Before that, I spent 11 years in classrooms in New York City as a special education teacher, an ELA teacher, and an instructional coach. One of my early teaching jobs was as a special education teacher in a first grade inclusion class. And some of our students had motor impairments and used wheelchairs or walkers. Our classroom was designed really well to support the needs of all of our students, and so was the rest of our school, but the outside world wasn't. And that made things like playdates and field trips really tricky for some of our students. I remember one of my first graders was having a birthday party at a bowling alley, and he was inviting everyone in the class. His mom came in one morning a little bit teary-eyed and said that her son had asked her to make sure that the bowling alley was wheelchair accessible so that his best friend could come and bowl with him. She told him that she was sure that it was, but that she'd call anyway to double check. And when she did, she found out that it actually wasn't accessible. Her son was devastated. They spent a lot of time talking about it, and they worked together to make a bunch of calls and eventually found a bowling alley that was accessible to all of his friends and changed the location of the party. I remember her thanking me, like somehow I had taught her child to care about his best friend. But I told her that he was the real teacher in that moment, that he was a real role model, and that we should all aim to be a little bit more like him when we grow up. It might seem like a small action, but in that moment, a six-year-old taught us all a lot of lessons. He made a bunch of adults realize the need for universal design. He prompted his family to consider a set of needs they hadn't before, and he demanded equity for his friend. For me, the lesson I'm most grateful for is that he taught me that age doesn't matter when it comes to making change, that young people can make big change that really matters too. I tried to keep that as a mantra every year moving forward in my classrooms, and it's a lesson that I'll always be grateful for. Okay, hi, I'm Jen Wirt, uh, principal in a middle school in Glen Rock. Uh, I think, um, all right, so one student was when I was an administrator, and he had gotten in trouble for something, and he had been in trouble a lot of times for a lot of different things. And so I told him I would make a deal with him because he was a very good artist, that if he would bring me a picture he drew, um, that we would waive some of the detention, kind of like art for time type of situation. Um, and he's not the type of kid that followed him on anything. Uh, but the next day he brought me a picture that he had drawn and said, you know, here I want to follow up on the, basically the debt of what he owed me. So just the fact that he was willing to do that uh, and come back down and remember that when he didn't remember to do anything else that he was supposed to, you know, was impressive. And that you can work with kids in a different way. My name is Eric Ripston. Um, I teach third grade in Montvale, New Jersey. Um, when I was first teaching, I met a little boy who was a little insecure and we were at a presentation and he told me that he wanted to change himself and be better so that he could be more physically active. Um, and I could tell that he felt bad about himself and I loved him exactly for who he was. He was kind to the other kids. He let them go first in line. He would share his snack and it didn't really matter to him or to the other kids like 
what he looked like. Mm. And that's when I knew that I wanted to teach my students the emphasis of how to treat each other mm. and how important it is to be kind and caring and to see somebody else's perspective. So he taught me that, and I think it was really amazing. First, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Dan Borgoff. I'm a middle school teacher at Hackensack Middle School in Hackensack, New Jersey. And I, uh, I teach five through eight STEM design, and we do it out of our homegrown makerspace. Awesome, Dan. So, Dan, tell me, what lessons have your students, or lesson, has your student taught you that you are most grateful for? Uh, basically, I'm most grateful for my students telling me to get out of the way. Uh, when you try to teach traditional uh, technology or anything else, everybody tries to do it in steps, and you don't let them actually kind of learn themselves, which is the way I learned. So why didn't I think of that in the first place? So when I first started out, I would teach them the standard way of teaching technology and all that stuff, and they would get really bored really fast and not really get into it. And then I one day I said, all right, you know what? I, I, I'm not really, I don't know if you're really getting this. And they're like, we are. We just are getting it faster than you're giving it to us. So I said, all right, you teach me now. You tell me what you know. And they knew 10 times more than what I was teaching them. So I just sat back and said, all right, I'm going to give you an end goal. You reach it. And they said, yeah, no problem. We already did that. We're going to, how about we give you an end goal? Uh, I mean, they didn't say it just like that, but it was like that. Um, it, that's what it ended up like. They gave me an end goal and said, uh, all right, uh, we want to learn this really cool stuff. We want to learn how to do this. If you could just help us get there, that would be great. So, you know, lead follower, get out of the way is really what it, what it turned out to be. And they, they're in charge. So now when I teach, uh, I've, I've learned this from them. I, on the first day of school, I tell them straight out, I'm not here to teach you. I'm here to facilitate your learning and making sure that you don't cut anything off. <laughs> and that's it. All right. I'm giving you an end goal and the tools to get there. And it's your responsibility to get there on your own. And if you need help, I'm here. But other than that, you know, I'm going to get out of the way. Right. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing. No problem. This has been the Ed Surge On Air podcast. This episode was produced and edited by me, Jenny Abamu. And you can give us a grade on the quality of this podcast by rating us on iTunes or sending an email to us at feedback at edsurge.com. You can also subscribe to us on your iPhone podcast app, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back next week with more on the future of education.